Hello and welcome to Roll with Raya, the podcast that celebrates self-development and learning. I am your host, Araya, and every week I'll be hosting unfiltered interviews with people I admire and believe we can all learn from. I choose to fulfill my ikigai and add value to the world in the way I know best, quality conversations. I hope these conversations add value to you on your self-development journey. Hi everyone, I'm Araya and welcome to Real with Raya, the podcast that celebrates self-development and learning. Today I have two beautiful guests who are not only top tier influencers and great people, they are sisters and I'm really excited because I've never done an episode like this and I really like both of them. So how are you guys feeling today? I'm feeling good. Yeah? I've been better. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're honest. What's like, what would have made it better today? I don't know. I feel quite drained. I've had a bit of a hectic day. Mm. I think I'm hormonal. Really? I think it's coming. I think it's next week. I was literally telling you yesterday. Like this week coming. I said next week. The week after the one coming. Next week is next week. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused. Okay, cool. So since you guys are fashion girls, I thought I would bring up some of your pictures and then you tell me if you would still keep the outfit or Oh my god, this is Oh no. (laughs) If you still keep the outfit or if it's something that you'd like to bin. I like that. Okay, cool. Okay, Yvonne, what do you think of this? This is actually one of my favorite looks. Really? Yeah, like of all time. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, that was, I love the outfit and it's just, it's such a shame because the top is so loud and outlandish. Mm. It's not something I can wear often. Mm. I think I'll actually only be able to wear that again in like, two years yeah minimum mm. but I absolutely adored it and the shoes as well was that's what I was going to say, say. Yeah, that was that literally what I was about to say insane. the heart detail the, with the shoes hard top. were a coincidence purple, guys you didn't you didn't know oh, yeah, I didn't, didn't plan them. them I bought them on the day yeah. whilst in oh, Paris wow. yeah so I took that photo in Paris and we went to um is it is it um Lafayette we went to Lafayette <laughs> and yeah, I just saw them. They were from. And then, Mr. Zanari. Okay. Yeah, I'd wear that again. I'd wear it today. Oh, why didn't you wear it today? It's too cold. I love but this. But no, I love it. I loved, I feel like I really try to accessorize. So I feel like on a day to day, it's so you forget to accessorize or to wear jewelry or like yeah. do something with your hair. It's different. But I put a bow in. I, I felt like I looked like I was going to the Met Steps to meet Blair Waldorf. It is giving that. I love the feminine details as well. Mm, interesting. And like the piece that... Why is it interesting? The day we took those pictures, you see the insults I collected because Stephanie felt like I didn't get the picture correct. No, she, she told me that, to be fair, that she didn't like the pictures. Is this not a nice but, picture? This I, picture, I, picture, I felt like the this framing, framing could have no, been a lot better. No, this framing is perfect. Nope. I, I think it. it's really it's cute. Really I cute. really, really like it. It was like really it. girly and feminine. Yeah. yeah. I think that's you in an outfit. Mm. Yeah, I think that's you in an outfit. Okay. Oh, yeah, I love that outfit so much. I would wear that 
100%. I love the top. The top is like Mon- real Mongolian fur. Mm. And um, my friend actually worked at a um, vintage shop and he, he called me and was like, oh, I have a top that I think you'd love. And he was right. I loved it. Like Aww. such a jam. I think I even called you when I... Yeah, I, you I, did. I tried you it did. on when I... Yeah. yeah. I love it so much. And the shoes, iconic. Jeans, iconic. Yeah. Love. Obsessed. Obsessed too. No, you're actually killing me right. This was a setup. This is favoritism. Oh my god. She even knew what she said. She made her No, it was your face. That was your face. You know what one thing I will say is that was in my Oh God. Oh my God. One thing I will say is I was, that was when I just left uni. I just finished university. And during uni, I was lifting iron, pumping weights, trying to, you know, that was when I. (laughs) No, thank you. Let's not do that. I was like on this mission and goal to gain weight. So when I'd come back home, I still had a lot of that weight, but Mm. it wasn't as much as it was during uni because I wasn't being as consistent in the gym. And I thought I looked amazing in that day. <laughs> I remember the makeup was popping, the hair was was. I did like my makeup yeah, that day. The makeup really is good. Good. the editing wow. is crazy, the outfit is crazy. That like you can hear that picture. Like during oh yeah, yeah. Like, you can hear that picture. But I love the jacket. Yeah, I was going to say, is there any I part still of have that outfit? Yeah, I still. I think I still have that top. So I still have that top. I definitely still have that jacket. Yeah, so you'll just pair. I think we got rid of. But that was that was a lot of plastic. That was yeah, terrible. like a Barbie. Oh my doll. god! Save the environment. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So would you then just pair the pieces differently? First and foremost, I would never wear those leggings ever again. Yeah. Okay. Fair. It's just not me. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Maybe moving on. <laughs> Okay. Costume. Yeah. Yeah. This. Oh my gosh. This is I my love. creative bag, guys. Do you know what's crazy about this one? Is like I I was really hesitant to kind of post that because I just felt like it was so kind of like out of the box in the sense where my audience are following me for so long for a certain look and aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they would get it. But I just don't care anymore. Mm. I, I'm gonna express myself how I want to express myself. And that is one of my favorite outfits this year. Yeah. I really Agreed. Really loved that one. And just to touch on that, I've actually been following you for a really long time. Like mm-hmm. even before Stephanie and I were friends, I don't know if she told you. And one of the reasons why I followed you is because I feel like you're a true fashion girl. Not, oh, yes. Yay. Not just <laughs> led by trends. Like you mm. genuinely have a personal style. And for oh, me, wow. I like those, Stephanie knows I'm mm. really like picky. Yeah. I like girls that have their own style. Mm. So when I saw this, I was like, yeah. Oh, thank you. She I wish I could it. do so more of that every day, but... You should. I think you should. Because uh... then you would just naturally... <laughs> you would naturally attract more people. No, it's true. That, it's true. I do... You know, get it. Yeah, I, I loved that. Yeah. Honestly, those are like, my favourite I think foods. the hair was just a cherry on the top. Mm, that's well. true. The hair was just... It mm. made sense. It, it was giving the girls everything they needed. Sure we did. Dead now. I just know it's going to be something stupid. Um, I'm not liking how this is going at all. I love it. (laughs) I love that dress. Um, It came the day I wore it. It's just, I felt like a woman in that Mm. dress. And I love anything that's like 
That is it bandu or like boob tube or whatever. Bando. Bando. That is just my my go to. Like that's really? a comfort for me, yeah. Yeah, she really I just, loves bandos. I love my collarbones. Like oh, I just love it. And my hair up as well. It's just like face. Yeah. <laughs> I love the shoes as well. Oh yeah. With the, the mini coperni. Um the Sacha mules and the mini coperni. Very cute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Am I? <laughs> no, this is this eats. Oh, it really did. <laughs> yeah, that is okay. well. It's one of my favorite stories behind the picture. Oh, tell us. That day, she was like not in the mood. She didn't want to take the picture, and I was like, "You have to keep going." Because if you don't, like, she when she gets in the mood, she doesn't want to do anything. Mm. And that was one of those days. I had to push her. I'm a pusher, Katie, and I pushed her, and then we got the pic. And at first, she said she didn't even like them. Really? Do you remember? Yeah, but that's how I am with a lot of my pictures. Mm. I don't like them to begin with. I don't Fair know. Enough. I don't know what I'm chasing or looking for. Yeah, no, that's such a vibe. But I did really like the outfit. I yeah. loved the outfit. That's, I feel like this is something I would definitely wear. Like that. <laughs> okay, Stephanie, Stephanie. I just know this is a bad one. <laughs> I hope so for my sake. Well, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> no, it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> Do you know what? This when is mummy fashion. I felt like, wow, I'm a fashion killer. Do you know what? I feel like I remember when you I posted felt this. Like I'm in your palazzo. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? I think I would keep the trousers. I think I would still wear those trousers. Hmm. The top is a hard no. That the top is very much like my mum, like puffy yeah. sleeves. I felt like the whole puffy sleeve thing. We did it so much that now I don't think I. I don't know if I could double. Yeah, yeah. and the shoes. She goes to the shoes. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I hated this. <laughs> those boots. They just didn't make sense. They were like, no. I was, sh- those yeah, literally look like anything record. I'd keep, you know recorder. No. The only thing I would keep are my trousers. The makeup was too much. I think everything was even too much. The hair, I like the hair, but yeah, no. Okay, fair enough. Just the trousers for me. Cool. Okay, we'll do one last one. Uh, Yvonne, oh, I don't know which one to pick. Pick a bad one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough damage. <laughs> I don't mind. Okay. Actually, I'm going to pick this one because I really like this. Oh. Do you know what's crazy about these three outfits that we've shown? Um, well, the good ones, that is. <laughs> Not that plastic one. These were all kind of like, in each and every single one of them, there's a main piece and mm. the main piece is a vintage find. Like this one, for example, mm. that main piece mm. is a plain suit, vintage plain oh, suit I love skirt. That, that look was just... I love oh. that look so much. Yeah. In the Stunning. shorts with the boots, the top. The, um, the top was a vintage diesel top. Oh, really? And in the jacket picture, mm. that jacket was a vintage jacket. And it just goes to show that, guys, you don't have to spend the coin. hundred mm. really yeah. percent. It's all about having the eye, looking for what mm. it is you want. And I really don't like wearing things that can be easily imitated. Yeah, yeah. everyone has. Well. Yeah, I don't. That's mm. just never been me. So I loved that. Oh, you did well. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's get into the main part of the episode. Family is one of the things I strongly associate with both of your brand. Was that like an intentional decision to sort of like mix family as a core component of your brand? No, I didn't think so. Because I feel like me and Yvonne, we didn't really always get along the yeah. way we do now. We used to butt heads a lot. I mean, we still, we had an argument this morning. But <laughs> 
But no, I think as well, I think when you're showing parts of your life, like the things that are important to you will naturally show. And I mm. feel like family is important to both of us. So it just naturally like becomes a forefront of what we I think do. my answer is different. Really? Because I purposely tried not to show any one of you for years. Really? Oh. Oh my God. Wow. Think about it. You guys weren't really in it. We weren't in the house at the same time, so. But even when you were, I wouldn't really necessarily. I mean, I wouldn't purposely try, but I wasn't like, I kind of wanted it to be by myself. Separate. Mm. You want to yeah, separate the to house be by from myself. the church. Yeah. yeah. But also, it just got to a stage I just Stay got tired. And it's like, she came back, she was just always there. No. That's so, <laughs> no, you were just always there. So. But you know what? I wouldn't change it for anything because I did go through this phase where I just felt like in my industry and what I'm doing and my peers, everyone's living by themselves and have moved out. And even sometimes till this day, sometimes I think, oh, should I just move out? Like this morning, for example, I'm so done with these lot. (laughs) Packing my bags. (laughs) I get a lot of that. But I think in this stage of my life, I really do need my family at the end Mm. of the day Mm -hmm. just to like ground me mentally. Mm. Other than that, they can kick rocks. (laughs) 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 She's so fake. (laughs) No, but um, yeah, no, it wasn't intentional at all, but we are very family orientated, yeah, for sure. 100%. And I think being very much close in age, like there's a Mm. crazy age Mm -hmm. gap, like Mm -hmm. it's two between you and I, and then David, it's one. Yeah. Very much. We yeah. went to the same school at the same time. Right. in the same uniform at the same time. Just, just very much like growing up yeah, together, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Always True. having friends, even though oh. we didn't like each other half our lives. But yeah. So you said you guys didn't really get along growing up. What was the shift then? Because you guys, even though obviously you have disagreements, like sisters do. What was the shift that made you guys become Stephanie closer? wasn't cool. No. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie was not cool. I have a different narrative. Stephanie was just... She was like the perfect daughter type of mm. the, the sweet one. The you are still am. Good girl. I and I was just no, kind of like on paper. Yeah. You are. You are yeah, a good girl. And I was just so like, oh, this girl has no yes. character. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to, I feel like you just have to go against the grain mm. sometimes and really, you know, do it for the plot, the plot mm. twist sometimes. But also, I just couldn't really relate to you growing up that much because. Mm. Like who? Like she's always been. And it's one thing that used to really grind my gears as I was growing up. Like mommy, daddy. <laughs> I'm I have still never, like and she's still, still like that. The whole, that. But I've never been that type. But I'm quite detached in that sense where it's just mum, dad, and it's always been that way for yeah. me. So I just couldn't really. I don't know. I think I got on more with David than I did with mm. Stephanie for sure. Because me and David kind of like get each other. Like yeah. we're very similar in that sense. Um, for a woman, I'm not as emotional, but with me. It, Piles up over time and then I just explode. But we were talking about this. Yeah, yeah we were speaking about this this morning. About who me? <laughs> no, we're just, <laughs> no, we're just talking about like being emotional and how different people. It's like what you classify as emotional is very relative because mm. it just depends on when that emotion is let out. Yeah, because I was saying to Stephanie that she's not like a typical. I don't think she's an emotional person. I would say I'm emotional because, but with Stephanie, she'll address things as they are. I'm kind yeah. of similar to you. I was like. I'll keep things in and then one day it's like what's up (laughs) so yeah we're talking about that but hmm, that's interesting so what's your narrative I don't know I think because you're the eldest child as well I feel like because I've just you know I've been really nearly carefree just always been could be soft but I feel Mm. like you're the eldest you're like you went to school by yourself I had a big sister 
Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, when I'll go get my old sister, like, so I can be carefree all I like. But you had to be independent. You've gone to spaces where no one else has gone and you're having to make room for yourself. It's like, I just, you know, yeah. trot in behind and it's just easy. It's a game for me. Hmm. That's true, you know. Wow. Yeah. Really set up. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a saying that says if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together do you guys feel like working together has propelled your individual brands I think so mm. in a sense I think of recently as well because she's my boss we're gonna now. go into that yeah <laughs> so I feel like when she doesn't want to do things I feel like I have to push her and remind her mm. of what her goals are and like where she wants to see herself go. And I feel like as well, seeing her helps my career at the same time because there's mm-hmm. things that you do. I'm like, okay, I need not to do that. Or I need to try not to do that. Or like something she does. I'm like, okay, that's something I need to do and something I need to incorporate. But yeah, I think, I think, yeah, two heads are always better than one. Yeah. yeah. And I think two similar heads have the yeah. same sort of it's goals true. and aspirations. It's I feel like, if you want to go left and I want to go right, there's no point of us, yeah. you know, working together. But if you both want to go right, Two heads always going to be better than one. Yeah, agreed. And I think you're really good at like reminding people what their goals are. Like I definitely always call you and I'm like, girl, it's too much. You're really good at that. So what kind of boss is Yvonne? I would say everyone's a she's a good boss. She's a good boss. There's a lot of perks of the job, you know, a lot of benefits of the job. Mm-hmm. I do think sometimes she gets comfortable. What do you like, mean? Like I feel like sometimes she's like, oh, she's a last minute person. And you know me, I like to plan. I like to have a plan in place. She likes to work well under pressure. I don't work that way. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd rather us um, plan, set a date, let's do it on this day. Everyone's like, oh, not today, not today. And it's like, she could, it's like a, a curveball. You don't know Ooh, okay. what way it's going to come. So it's like, okay, you can be chilling. You've planned your day. And she's like, okay, we need to do this today. And it's like, girl, I've literally had this for a month. The day before is the day you want to, do it. So I think that's the only that's the only downside. But you're a good boss, you know. What's it like working with Stephanie? Stephanie doesn't really <laughs> know the difference between sister time and boss time. Mm. And it happened this morning, unfortunately. Oh. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, because sometimes I'm coming to her to speak to her as a boss. Like, I don't want to know your opinion. This is what we're doing. Right. Do like, I want to make an executive mm. decision. I don't want to hear from you, mm. personally. But if I'm coming to you as my sister, fair enough. But Stephanie, Stephanie can be almost insufferable at times. Because Stephanie talks a lot, isn't it? So she doesn't know when to not talk sometimes. You always want to... Stephanie always wants to challenge me. Always. Ooh. That is true. I think it's a little sister thing. My sister yeah, is the same. Yeah, like... What's up with that? <coughs> it's like sometimes, no. like, just set it out. Like, you yeah. don't have to always have something else to say. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think that is a little sister thing. I think I'm very impugnated as well. So it's like, you I'm are. Like, you yeah. are. But like, I know that not everyone has asked for it. Yeah, but you're my sister. So it's I like, haven't I'll asked tell you for my it, opinion. But if I give you mine, I don't want to see tears. I give you my, You Ooh. give me your opinion all the time. Yeah, but I give you my opinion when I didn't even ask for it. No, yes. I mind my business. I know, okay. you have to admit, I mind my business. I don't really, I don't really get involved in your life like that, your personal life. I actually don't. I mind my business. Whereas with me, 
oh my gosh, Stephanie wants to know everything. And if I haven't told her, she'd be like, oh, I know where you went that day. And it's just kind of like, it's just those kind of like, those memories I have of her when she was younger just being annoying. Like, mind your business. I don't know why she hates me so much. (laughs) I don't hate you. Whatever. So, everyone, you've been doing this for a minute before influencing even became like mainstream and became a thing that people aspired to become. What has changed since when you first started? Oh, God, everything. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Everything has changed. I mean... I was talking about this the other day on my vlog and I was saying to them that I remember, like, this isn't something that I tried I watched to it, yeah. do. Yeah, it's not something that I tried to do. So people just naturally started calling me an influencer. And I, back then, it was easy. Don't, like, it was easy. Mm. I don't like when influencers come and they're like, oh, it's so hard. Don't get me wrong, it can be hard, mm. but there's harder jobs. There are harder jobs out there, yeah. for sure. But it used to just be pictures. And I think that was when I was like, oh my, I really, really used to mm. enjoy it. Because I've always been a picture babe. Like growing mm. up, my parents would always take pictures. So we grew up always taking mm. pictures. And that's how I fell into this. And and then um, stories came about, TikTok came about, YouTube. I jumped on YouTube between that time. And it's like, now it's kind of hard to navigate. And I think right. what I realized during that time was, it's kind of very, very fickle in the sense where I don't even have control of my own platform. Mm. Like it's it's Instagram that dictates who gets to see yeah. what I post oh, and things wow. like that. So it's changed a lot. So even with things like engagement, I used to, you know, average crazy numbers. And this is just across the industry. I've spoken to many of my peers and friends about this. We used to do crazy numbers. And it's crazy because back then we didn't appreciate those numbers because mm. it was just kind of like a, you know a standard mm. but now just to even do if you do that your worst number that you used to have back then if you do that now that's probably your best number wow yeah, it's really yeah, yeah 100%. it's really strange and but I also feel like I with the rise of TikTok and TikTok coming about I I kind of just have more fun with it I don't really mm. I just don't really care anymore mm. I post whatever I want to post I don't really care about people's opinions mm. I will bleach my brows blonde if I want to bleach them blonde <laughs> and it's just I'll just do I just don't really care about you yeah. know pleasing my audience at the end mm. of the day unfortunately doesn't mean I don't want to mm. but it's not my you know goal mm. yeah it's not like yeah. my priority yeah my priority is me yeah. yeah what are some of the key changes you've recognized in yourself since like, when you first started on a personal level key changes about myself and since I first started mm-hmm. I don't know I know one what I think <laughs> I, don't know, so I think you're more open than before mm, do you know what I completely agree I think you're more open I think you have this like sense of like freedom and not caring as well yeah I, and I, I feel like the older you get, the realise like mm. you don't care about what people think about you anyway. That comes naturally. And I feel like you're very much but I feel like you've never really cared about what people think yeah, about you. Yeah, I've never fair. really cared about what people have thought. But I think back then, and that is one hundred percent true, we said it's true. Um, back then I wasn't as open because naturally I'm kind of just like I'm not 
I, I, I didn't have good social skills. Right. Mm. I was very, very shy. Mm. I would come, look around, leave. <laughs> like that was very much me. Yeah. Stephanie's always been the social butterfly yeah. and that's just never really been my vibe. Even now where I have picked up on a lot more, a lot better social skills, I still don't see myself as a social butterfly, which is mm. crazy because I, I am a lady of leisure, but I leisure with myself first and mm. foremost. Everything else comes second. And yeah, I think throughout the years I did become more open. Wow. Why didn't I think of that? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you, Stephanie, do you feel any apprehension with, like, sharing some parts of yourself? Because I feel like with you, it's been very much like, well, I guess similar to fun has always been, like, Instagram first, mm. and then YouTube as well, and then now on TikTok, you're giving us daily vlogs. Yeah. So, do you ever feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't share this? Do you know what? I don't ever, I don't feel like, I don't think I ever, like, I've ever felt that before. Like, oh, I shouldn't share it. I also, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I feel like if it's something I'm doing, why not just share it? Mm. If it's private, it's going to be private. Do you know what I'm saying? But if it's, if I've picked up my camera to record something, I've picked it up to share it somewhere. Do you get what I'm saying? Like I'm, if I'm having a private moment, I'm not going to pick up my phone and record. Yeah. So I think if I, yeah, no, I don't, I never feel like, oh, I know I shouldn't post this or I should post this. Things that are private to me, I will keep private. And yeah. I, it wouldn't even cross my mind to share on the internet, I think. Yeah. What about you? Everything's private now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you're not getting nothing. nothing anymore. Like, honestly, <laughs> I have tried. tried it Do you know what's so crazy? I think I just know too much now. Mm. I know too much yeah. about how this goes, mm. the industry, what can come. I just know too much. Like, mm. I'm not naive anymore. Mm. I can, I'll never be the Yvonne Victoria that's just so forthcoming with personal things. Not that I was, but for me, I think I was. Even like showing, it's just not going to happen, man. Yeah. Even like when I went to traveling now, I don't think I'd, I'd be so open with my vacations Why? anymore. I don't know. I just feel as though I just want, sometimes I want things, some things to myself. Yeah. yeah. I don't really yeah. want people to kind of like know what I'm doing in real time. Yeah. You know, I like to post after the fact. I think before I was very much a real time in the moment, should them, give them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But now yeah. I just I just find it quite liberating to post after the fact, like, oh yeah, by the way, I guess this happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely more like an after. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. An after my person. Is there anything that you know for a fact you are never going to share on social media? I think that's a hard question because yeah. I feel like you never know where life's going time. to take yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. I think right now, if I was to be pregnant and have a baby, I personally don't think I would want to show that. The whole journey. You know what? I don't I, think. I feel, you, I feel. I feel like you would, though. I feel like I would try my hardest not to, because I feel like that's a very sacred time. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, like, like listening and hearing other people's experiences, I would not. Share really? Personally, no. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, I think I. I think you would. You think I would? I don't 100%. All it Easy. takes, you'll probably like wear one outfit while you're pregnant <laughs> one day. Oh my God, this looks so cute. Like you have that glam. I feel like you would post. Maybe it's a case where 
not in real time yeah. after the fact. Yeah, or, or, or maybe wanna, like yeah, to say you never. post your yeah. third trimester yeah. when yeah. you've had yeah. your baby you know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. I think I'd I have my baby and then post okay. about being pregnant. I wouldn't post during, to right. be honest. Mm-hmm. have to like stock up the work, paste it and then hibernate. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I don't think I'd post real time at all. Cool. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys see like the future of influencing in the next couple of years? Are these oh. conversations that happen in the industry? I have no idea. Mm, yeah. I feel like we have this conversation like often as well. Like yeah. when we go to events and we speak to other influencers, I feel like where it's something that's not really been done before, yeah. no one can really predict where it's going. I feel like on TikTok, you're getting loads of the discourse about people saying, oh, um, influencers have started to be like unrelatable, like, like the fall of the celebrity and the influencer, basically. Mm. And I just feel, I don't know. I feel like it's a hard, it's a, I, feel, I feel like it's a hard space to navigate, but I also feel like people are quick to want to bring... That's true, the, yeah. I feel like people have their ulterior motives. I feel like that discourse has come from But I've also always been of the belief where I've never, ever, I've never looked for relatability. Mm. I've never once followed anyone for relatability. That's interesting. Mm. I don't. I don't care to relate to you. So, what do you look for? Fashion, yeah. mm. beauty, lifestyle, money. You watch your house, Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you said that because my friend Brenda and I we always talk about Real Housewives, and this. Oh, I don't know how this is going to come off. But we always say, like, on Real Housewives, we want to see aspirational wealth. Like, yeah, I want yeah. to be, I just, yeah. I want to be mind-blown. Like, I want yeah, to be inspired. Yeah. I, yeah. I do not want to see relatable yeah. stuff. I this think, is yeah. my escape. Yes. But I also, I yeah. That was our point. Yeah. yeah. I, for me personally, and this is what I always feel like, I just don't understand why there's such a push to, to look for relatability mm. amongst strangers online. Hmm. Like, it's quite weird. Actually. We have to look inwards and ask ourselves: Is there nobody on your day to day in your personal life that you relate Terminate, to? Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Why? Why is it that we expect that from strangers? Yeah. And I'm never going to, you know, try to be relatable. I always be honest and authentic and truthful about yeah. myself, but I'm never going to try to be relatable because I think one thing that's happening right now is there's there's a lot of relatable content that's fake it's yeah. all actually it's, it's yes. forced relatability yeah. Yeah. and I see right through it and I mean I mean I don't know I feel like the pendulum always swings back at the end True. of the day and it'll get to a point where there was this um, video I was watching on TikTok and this individual was saying that we're going to get to a point where people are going to have relate, um, relatability fatigue but they're just going to be tired of mm. seeing things yeah. that are relatable do you know mm. what I mean yeah because I just, I've never understood it personally. Yeah. Yeah. And just to touch on that, actually, I feel like that's where parasocial relationships come into play and people start thinking like, this stranger on the internet that you've never met, you've never spoken to, is your friend. Yeah. Yeah. And you have expectations that you put onto them. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, ooh, we have to take a step back and just reel back in and realise that they're actually a completely different person. You don't know what their moral compass is. You just have to go by what what they're telling you. Which yeah. again, you can't really, I don't know. I feel like it's a weird one. Mm. It's a weird one to manage. Hmm. Interesting. So in terms of being an influencer and just like working with different brands, mm-hmm. what's been your biggest like pinch me moment? I don't really you know. go fast. I don't 
no, seriously, because I'm just, I just take, but I, the way I approach this, and this is probably going to come across really, really strange. I've never been the influencer that will achieve something, something and then post oh my God, on I my can't story. Oh my God, I can't this happened to me. Like, or pinch me or anything mm. like that, because... I feel like I'm deserving for everything that comes yeah, my way. Yeah, 100%. I genuinely, mm. if, if I achieve it, maybe in my own quiet time, I'll give thanks to God. Yeah. But to come on socials yeah. and perform, you're never going to get that from me. And I, I also feel like it's how how you view your future. Yeah. There's certain brands and there's certain goals I have for myself. So if I should, when I accomplish them, I'm not going to be like, pinch me. Because that was a goal of mine. I'm going to be like, wow, like, God, you did that for me. You know, yeah. I feel like you said you said, "Oh my God, this happened to me." I feel like you you do feel undeserving of it in a sense that you didn't think this could happen to you, yeah. and it did. But I feel like how I view myself and how I view my future, mm. if something big was to is to happen, when it is to happen, I'm going to be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. the cards. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we just take it all in our stride. And yeah, mm. at the end of the day. It's more so about the journey than the, the yeah, destination. destination. Yeah, that's really true. And it's so funny that you say that because I actually forgot a part of my intro was to list some of the brands you guys have worked with. And when I had this question, I just completely forgot that I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But I don't know. Like, do you ever feel proud of yourself though? Because I do feel like because I don't know, influencing is like fun work. I know a lot of work goes behind into it. But, you know, on face value, you can seem like, oh, this is just like, you know, fun mm. and roses. Mm. But it's like, I work in advertising. So I know I was speaking to right, you yeah. about this. There is a budget like, for influencers. Yeah. Like there is, it is a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do you ever feel like, oh, wow, like I'm really proud of myself or even the independence that you've been able to achieve from being an influencer? I think the one point where I was proud of myself you know, they say you have to have Vex money. Yeah. Vex oh, money is important. Yeah. Like, I've always said, Stephanie, make sure you have your Vex money because you don't want to go somewhere and then you can't leave because mm. you don't have your Vex mm. money. Do you know what I mean? And I think for me, when I was kind of like, okay. And exactly what you're thinking. I think it was when I bought two cards in the space of a month mm. and it wasn't, neither one of them were planned. That's a plan. It was... It was genuinely I was Vex like, my money. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you did that. My queen. No, it was literally injected. That was uh, injected. <laughs> I just felt like the That's younger me would be so proud mm, of me. Like, I mean, one day I'll probably tell the story, mm. but it was 100% Vex money. Yeah. I just said to myself, never again. But, yeah. And then you went to go and get to... that is actually really that's funny but that's really really good though because i even feel like the fact that you've been able to employ stephanie yeah literally that is that's great intense. that's independence like that's literally I feel like, like i don't i feel like i am independent but sometimes i feel like i have true independence crystal live at home no but, if but I then think, again i do have because i live Everything I want to do, I do. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to, sorry, mum. No one's going to tell me anything. Of course, yeah. but then I always have this. That option presented itself, you could. You're just choosing not yeah, to. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Too, yeah. So I do feel, I feel like you need to give yourself more credit yeah. 
or what you've been able to achieve oh, as well. Guys, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like the lovey-dovey ones. Okay, cool. So both of you, I know you've been really open about your relationship with God and you've been vocal about that journey. I know Yvonne, like you in mm-hmm. particular, you shared that. Stephanie, I know you personally because these are conversations that we talk about. Was there any apprehension about sharing that publicly? For me, I don't think I've ever had a moment where I'm just like, oh yeah, guys, by the way, like I'm a Christian or I'm a believer of God. I just yeah. feel like there's, if you look and you watch, you will kind of just gauge. I feel like when something is so important, it will naturally reveal itself. Yeah. So I feel like I've never had to have a moment where I'm like, do you know what? Guys, I'm a Christian. I have had this, you know, um, moment where I'm like, I need to share this. I want you guys to know, like, my life is changing. Because I feel like I've always kind of been on my spiritual journey. I don't feel like it's ever really stopped. So for me, I don't think I've had to come out and say anything. I feel Mm. like if you watch me and you know, you just, it's just one of those things that you know. Yeah. I think. Well, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. Mm. I never wanted to share anything. Why? It's just not my... It's going to sound really bad, but I'm going to be honest. It's just, it's not my brand. Mm. I don't, that's just not what I do. Mm. I don't want to touch on controversial stuff, religion. I just mm. want to be about the hair, the beauty, nails. Look mm. at my puppy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I like, I had, it was just really heavy on my spirit. Mm. What's the point this year where it was really, really heavy on my spirit and I was really, really, really being called by God and I can go into detail about this later on. But to the point where there was this, there was this period in my life this year where every day, and I think it, happened, it was going on for at least a month, I was randomly waking up at 3am on the dot every single night. Oh, wow. And everyone that knows me knows I don't wake up. I'm going to sleep. Nothing's mm. going to wake me up. Nothing. It just got to a point where I was just thinking, what on earth is this? And then I came across a TikTok video and it was saying that, it was like it was, this video was directed to me and the, the guy was saying, have you been waking up at random hours of the night between the hours of like 12 mm. to 5 or something? Um, if, if so, God's calling on you. You need to pray next time you do this. And, you, and he wakes you up, just be like, Lord, I'm here, your servant is listening. And he backs mm. this up with scripture. I can't, be, I can't remember who it was, Samuel or Samson, one of one of the two, where one of them kept hearing his name being called. So each time he got to his friend, like, oh, did you call me? He's like, no. And then he did that like twice. And then the third time it happened, he said, Lord, I'm here, your servant is listening. So it had that very night when, when I went to bed, it happened again. And I just said, you know what? Oh, I was so reluctant, man. I sat up and I said, Lord, I'm here. Your servant is listening. And that's the first time. And it's just so crazy to speak about because that's the first time I got like an open vision. I've never experienced anything like that. I have like, till that day, nothing like that's happened to me in that sense where it's just such clarity. And where Stephanie has constantly like been quite consistent with her spiritual journey, me, I'm a bad girl. (laughs) I'm I'm not really a bad girl, but in my family, I'm, Mm. I'm the bad one. So I would drift and come back. And it's like, I was very, very, very lukewarm. I was probably the lukewarmest of the lukewarm. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I always did believe in God and had my faith, but I just wanted to do what I wanted to do. And 
I would pray every now and again. Yeah. And I never really would truly like delve into the word and really read my Bible unless it's just that quick, you know, scripture of the That's, day. Yeah. And what I saw so vividly was Matthew 4, 4 to 11. And I'll never, ever forget that scripture. And I would have never been able to come up with that. Even if I, even if I could say to myself, like, no, that wasn't God. That was you. It's not possible to yeah. me because I don't even open the Bible yeah. enough. Yeah. To, do you know what so I mean? No, yeah. So I turned to it as soon as I saw that and wow. I read it. And basically it was God preparing me for this season of life that I am in, that I was about to go in, I'm currently in, what to do about making a decision. And yeah, that's kind of what happened. And I didn't wow. actually want to share anything about Christ, but then I started feeling heavy on my spirit that, you know, I'm not doing anything. Mm. Like I'm not, I have this platform. Mm. So I influence people with clothes and makeup, yeah. things that yeah. don't actually matter in the grand scheme mm. of things. Right. And then God actually sent two, three people to me on separate occasions. One of them I knew, two of them didn't know. What like, do you mean? Complete strangers. Like they would literally message me and say, God's, I, I'll go into detail later. It'll make more sense. Mm. when I speak about this like in the future but right. like for example when I filmed like a Q&A mm -hmm. and I touched on like the Beyonce concert and how like I didn't actually say anything I just said guys I'm not going I don't recommend you going mm -hmm. if you're gonna go pray you right. know what I mean and that was just kind of like when I edited it and I was like oh, I really don't want to post this I yeah. sat on it for a yeah. few days I just remember going to bed on the bank holiday Monday, saying, Lord, you want me to post this? And I just went to bed. And then I woke up to a message from one of my followers. No one had known what was going through my mind. I hadn't shared this with anyone. Oh, wow. Literally saying to me, God gave me a dream about you last night. He's saying to you, he wants me to tell you, don't be afraid that brands aren't going to want to work with you because you're, you know... Cool. vocal about Christ and that was what was on my heart I was thinking, yeah oh, man what if one day I'm in Hollywood man <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like I it just brought me to tears in that very moment because I was like because when I woke up from that nap that's the first message I saw wow. and it was like that instant confirmation and I knew in that moment that I had to post that video no matter how uncomfortable it felt. I, I yeah like it's yeah. not it's not, it's not, I don't want to be caught. No offense, but I don't really want to be called to preach or yeah. like not me. Pick her. <laughs> 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 but I feel like as well, like naturally, when something is so important to you, you will share it. So I don't feel mm. like it's a thing where God's no, asking I'm you to not go like, into the poop head and be like this. I don't know, man. God be God in sometimes, yeah, man. True. You can't predict that, man. You can't mm. predict him at all. Even with like circumstances you're in or like the way life just happens, like yeah. now I'm literally just like, I surrender because yeah. the bingo cards alone I've gotten this year, it's like, ooh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Like you just literally just have to go with it. But mm. wow, thank you for sharing that. That's crazy. Yeah, Actually, that was deep for you. Yeah, I did. I was like, girl. <laughs> 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 See, I've done another one. Let's tick it off the <laughs> let's mark it off. <laughs> oh no, no, but yeah, thank you for sharing. That's really crazy. And you having those encounters with like strangers. So did you reply back to that? Or? Oh yeah, I responded back. That happened to me. That's happened to me three times this year. 
Mm. And it's not anything anyone can know because I, it's like my inner Personal, thoughts. Yeah. I haven't even communicated them with Stephanie yet. Mm. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Real crazy in these streets. Ooh. <laughs> Do you feel like any of the previous jobs you've worked has prepared you for being an influencer? Do you know what? I've always worked. I mean, I've always done fashion work. Yeah. So like, um, I've always worked as a stylist, for everything. like all saints, so like my cause, I've always like wanted to work in fashion, like from the jump. Like I always yeah. wanted to be like a Anna Wintour, Miranda Priestley type person. So I think when it comes to styling and making outfits, with that experience, there's certain rules or there's certain things I would try that normally, let's say the average person wouldn't try. And I feel like I know how to dress for my body and other people's bodies. So I feel like sometimes when my friend's like, oh, what should I wear? I'm like, okay, wear this with this or this with that. So I think I've natural. I feel like it's natural as well because our mum is a diva. Like she is a fashion queen. (laughs) So I feel like it was always in the book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think my last role in fashion was Michael Kors and that was probably, I think it was the most insightful role as well because mm. I feel like you learn about like collection pieces and mm. like runway pieces. We worked with a lot of runway pieces and we managed to get our hands on a few runway pieces that as coats. well. Yeah. Like, oof. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that was always something that was interesting. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. I think it has propelled what about you? Has any previous job prepared you for? No. Mm. All my previous roles, I was selling TVs, phones. I was, I, to be fair, I worked in Harrods. I was very much a tech babe. Okay. And the reason why I was a tech babe is one, like it paid really, really well. Like mm. paid really well. And I had to do was what, two days, minimum two, two days, days a week, week. Um, yeah. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday. And I always said to myself, I don't want to work in any department that will attract women because, you know, I did not Why? want to. But please, let me give you an example. I was working in Harrods, working with Samsung and we're doing TVs, I, um, tablets, mm. phones and all that other, like watches and stuff. I deal with men on a day-to-day-to-day. Mm. It was a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> because for me... I find it easier to, I don't want to say serve men because I know the kind of like culture yeah. we have right yeah. now. And I'm not talking about Real serving men at all, but <laughs> to assist men because mm. to be honest, I didn't have to really necessarily do much. Yeah, they're very decisive. Yeah, but also want. it's like it was, I found it very easy for me to hit my targets because number one, a lot of them would hit on me anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> and number two, um, I just I know how annoying I can be as a customer. Right. Mm. If I met another me, oh God, no, yeah. because I can be very like I know what I want. If it's not done a certain way, I'm gonna. If it's, if you don't have it, check the back, check other stores. Are you sure? Check yeah. again. Mm. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I don't think, I don't really think, I don't know. What would I say contributed to? Mm-mm. No. No. That's interesting. I mean, the discount. 
contributed to, to the outfit. Pieces. Oh, <laughs> I see. Okay, okay, okay. It's interesting. The reason why I asked you guys is because I feel like now a lot of people actually, it's an aspiration. Like they want to become influencers. Yeah. Whereas like you guys naturally just like fell into it and then it just became, mm. you know, like your job. Yeah. But if someone wanted to become an influencer, what would you tell them? The real? Are you sure? Ooh. No, seriously. Yeah. Are you sure? Like ask yourself why yeah. I feel you're like, doing yeah. it. Because I think, what people don't realise is not everything that glitters is gold. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a lot easier than a lot of the roles that are out yeah. there. One hundred percent. But it's 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 a lot. And it I is feel, a lot. I feel like you're putting yourself out for public criticism. Mm, yeah. And I feel like sometimes it can be brutal. Yeah. If you don't like criticism, maybe it's not something you should, you know. Yeah. Double into, or if you don't have a strong sense of self, mm. I don't mm-hmm. think it's not, I don't think it's a job for the week, to be honest, because right. I feel like it can take a toll on you mentally, right. especially when you were saying, like, oh, with likes, if you're doing it for likes, you're going to be sad, you're going to be upset because there's times where you can get 13 likes or whatever. There's a reason why people are, are on and others on Instagram now oh, because same. they don't want to. Sh- <laughs> They don't want to show. They don't want to show it. So I feel like you have to really sit down and ask yourself, or ask people that are around you. Because yeah, it's fun. You get you get things for free. You get lovely things. One hundred percent. But it it isn't. Yeah, what you said. All that glitters. Also, you're not really. It's like we have to be honest. I have to be honest with myself. I'm not living in the real world. Yeah, it's a a bubble that I live in, and it's detached. I've realised that a lot more this year, and. And one thing I will say is you need to understand this role has no lines. Mm. There's there's no job description. Yeah. Right. There's no list of things that 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 you have to do and these are the only things you're gonna have mm. to do. People will expect whatever they want to expect of you mm-hmm. because they feel they can. And that like, for example, with the awful war that's going on with Israel and Palestine there's a push on influencers to speak up about it and it's kind yeah. of like centering influencers as opposed to, you know, centering, you know, actually spreading knowledge about mm. what's going on. Me, for one, never, ever, ever am I going to be okay with genocide. Yeah. And I feel like, for me, I've never, I haven't spoken up about it mm-hmm. because you I don't. kind of also feel like, shouldn't that be common sense? Who, why should you be up for genocide? Mm. Yeah. Like who, why, why would you support genocide in any circumstance? Mm-hmm. But it's crazy. That's a controversial thing to yeah. say. Like yeah. you're killing innocent people. That's yeah. controversial. Literally. But it's like anything can be expected of you one day. Like, well, like I said, I get into this doing like randomly just posting pictures. Oh yeah. Then all of a sudden Black Lives Matter <laughs> happened and I'm, I'm on the front line. Because I'm black. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh it's, yeah. Just a question that actually... Those two days are the same. What was that like for you when the whole Black Lives Matter thing happened? Because I feel like 2020 was a crazy... 2020 was a, a crazy time. The weirdest year. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was compelled to speak up though because mm. I think this is something that just drastically affected everybody globally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And naturally, there was nothing else to do anyway. Never like, locked down. You, you know, you had no. All we did was spread our opinions, whether 
they were good or bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, it was quite, it was a lot of pressure, in all honesty. Mm. It was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, boycotting brands. Yeah. People expect you to boycott brands and things, which I don't know how to really feel about it. I'm not for it, but I'm also not against it. I'm kind of yeah. indifferent. I understand mm-hmm. both sides to it. I also understand not everything is about money. I mean, but that's just the way this role goes for a lot of people. Yeah. Unfortunately. I feel like in 2020, cancel culture was so prevalent and everyone was just, it's almost like... I feel like that's when I start there. No, you know what? I feel like that was when I really realised that Mm -hmm. it was, people were serious. Yeah. Because I don't know, I'm like on Twitter, but then I'm like on and off, on and Mm -hmm. off. But then I feel like 2020 again, we didn't have much to do. Yeah. I was on there and I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with the rise of cancel culture, have you guys ever felt apprehensive to like share your opinions on certain things or oh 100% like what was something you wouldn't necessarily share because that's exactly why I'm not going to share oh, it yeah. fair enough <laughs> fair enough yeah. 100% like, but at the end of the day it's just I just feel like the way where this world is heading and a lot of the things that are being like fought for right now mm-hmm. aren't things that are important mm-hmm. and I feel like we're distorting way too much yeah way too many things where do you draw the line that's the reason why I asked you because Mm -hmm. I feel like there's some things to me I don't if I understand it's might not be an opinion that a lot of people will have but I don't feel like it's worth cancelling yeah so it's like at what point do we draw the line like I can say something to you like I don't know FaceTime or something and then if I tweet that exact thing, yeah. I'll be cancelled. I don't necessarily believe in cancel culture yeah. because I've seen it firsthand. And I've no, I know how it affected me through backlash, through splashback. Splashback. I was, just, <laughs> I was there. You <laughs> just walked it by. <laughs> you know, but um, I think my only response to like cancel culture will be like biblically we can't cancel anybody. Yeah. yeah. We like at the end of the day, if God says yes, no one can say no. Yeah. God chooses the most wretched of the wretched, the most, the most unqualified of people. Exactly, yeah. Who are you to say no, they're cancelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Hmm. Stephanie, has influencer never changed your mind about anything? In what sense? Anything in general? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I've always had the same opinions, the same sort of views. Yeah. I don't think there's anything I would say. I'm trying to think, actually. I'm going to think about it fashion-wise. Okay, yeah. That's a good... good Um, Has there been anything I said I hated and then bought? No. I think I'm very, I think we are very true to ourselves. Again, with the whole following trend things. I feel like if there's something I like, I genuinely like it. And I feel like there's so many things that I like that I know other people won't like, but I like. Yeah. So I think for me, no, I feel like I'm just, yeah, no. I think if I like something, I like it. If I don't like something, I don't. I I think I'm hard. I'm a hard person to influence, to be honest. Mm. I think I'm not easily swayed. Right. Once I have... You like what you like. Yeah. I like what I like and it stays like that. Okay. 
Yvonne, you've been very experimental with your style. And again, like what I said earlier, and one of the things I love is that you always take risks. And I remember when you bleached your eyebrows and even with like your room makeover, when people, oh my God. <laughs> when people didn't necessarily get the vision, how does that make you feel? Do you know what? It's a mixed emotions. Mm. It was like everything at once. A little bit of, oh my God, I'm doubting myself now. Mm. A little bit of, please, what do you know? (laughs) (laughs) But also a little bit of like, I've come to realize if people aren't negatively speaking about an outfit I've worn or what I've decided to do, did I really do anything? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because like, there's this video that I saw the other day don't dress too good, you'll start to dress bad. You're yeah, not actually yeah. dressing bad. You're just, the masses don't get it. And it, yeah. unfortunately, I've come to this place now where I don't care about the masses. I do not care about, you know, what the masses think because mm-hmm. I don't even feel as though I'm part of the masses, masses myself. Yeah. So it's like I see the way the masses dress and don't get me wrong, that's up to them, but it's not something that I aspire to. Yeah. It's not something like that. That outfit is probably what I'll wear to the petrol station, you know? Yeah. Um, no shame. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, no shame. No shame. No, I was no, literally no, no, about no, to say no shame. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to be a babe that's going to wear, you know, beige leggings and have a beige bedroom and have a tom like yeah. a have a what is that coffee book every and then the a Hermes throw like oh yeah let's no. be so for real guys yeah. it's copy and paste copy and paste yeah. are we not tired yeah you, all you know the same I'm too much of a maximalist I have too many opinions and thoughts I like too many things I like feathers I like colors if you saw me in a neutral bedroom, would that make sense? Mm. Would that look no. like me? No. It'd be scary, actually. <laughs> I would just be following. And I've never been a follower, unfortunately. Yeah. I like to do what I want to do. And do you know what's so funny with the whole bedroom trend is, like, when I did it, everyone was, like, literally dragging me. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm crazy. Yeah, I didn't know how bad it was until I, it was suddenly told me. And I was like, oh, shit, like, they're mad. Like I genuinely thought, wait, wait. Like, they'll say, really, like, yeah. I was so shocked, like to the point where I was like, "Is it? Have I done something really bad here? No. Is this not making sense?" And mm. then, just for it to become a trend, you know, five months down the line, Insane. yeah, insane. But that's that goes to show you, though, like people just go with what the masses are doing or yeah. saying. It's yeah. not about if they see their friend do it, they're like, "Yeah, my friend's doing it. I'm gonna do it too." And yeah. I feel like you need to be real. You need to be your true, authentic self because. Yeah. When you're not, it shows. Yeah, like, it's definitely. very easy to identify who's real and who's not. Yeah, and I want to touch on that again because I feel like I really like to observe people because it's so funny to me. At first, they laugh, then they copy. Mm-hmm. I remember we, even like with JT when she did her Moelala. Oh, um, and I loved. It. I loved that At first glance. I was like, "This is." Like, I was like, "This is." I was know? like, "This is art." art. Mm-hmm. And even when she, like, just like the way she does her makeup and the way she dresses. And it's just like, now everyone wants to jump on that bad wagon. And it's just like, 
why are you upset that other people are expressing their individuality? And I do think it's important for us to have different representations of individuality. Yeah. Because we're all so different. Like, yeah. My sister and I, night and day. Mm. Yes, of course, we have shared interests, but she dresses like a Barbie. Like yeah, she, she loves, like she's yeah. a doll. Yeah, I'm more like I like blacks. I yeah. like dark colors. <laughs> maybe the occasional pop of mm. color. I'll do a red. But again, if we were to like put different dolls, you want to see variety. You want to see range. Yeah, you want to see difference. Yeah. And it's just like I don't know. I have a real thing with like people trying to project their personal opinions on other people mm-hmm. because I also feel like it doesn't allow room for creativity mm-hmm. and as Especially a creative in the black community yeah I yeah say, we uh, in the black community there's just there's this mm-hmm. mass lack of you know just policing what people yeah. do yeah. Leave people alone. alone. Yeah. Leave them alone. <laughs> if you don't get it, you, you don't get the it. target audience, babe. Like, mm. just leave it alone. If you don't get it, move along. There's a lot of things that I'll see that I won't necessarily like, but I just know that wasn't for me. I'm, yeah. That's not yeah. for me. I'm not the target audience. I can appreciate so many things. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, I like so many things. Mm. But I'm not going to, you know, shit on someone if, just because I don't understand something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't understand why people are like that. And I think that's another reason why I'm in this space where I don't care about what my audience wants to see. Because, sorry, no offence, guys, but... <laughs> you I like, feel like, like dressing like that. I loved it. That PVC look. <laughs> <laughs> like, you guys, clearly. <laughs> I just feel like if if... If I was catering to them, I'd be another beige or beige babe. Mm. But again, like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see I don't that. Want to see, me, and do you know what it is? I have enough friends There's like so that. I know enough people, people like that. You see that. that. There's places mm. we go where you literally stick out like a sore thumb because everyone looks the exact But the isn't same. that scary, though? It's kind of like... Where is individuality? It's fun. they find them all? Like, they all look the exact same. And, like, the moment someone different is in the room... It's like, Ooh. am I in the wrong room? Like, it's it's insane. Literally crazy. Mm. Keep your individuality. I feel like it also, it just enables creativity mm-hmm. as well. Maybe because for me, it's like, I also draw inspiration from like the average person just yeah. walking down the road. Yeah. I want to see how, exactly. what you think. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cute. But that's not even to say like, I don't appreciate what is seen as more of a, you know, Normal. uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everyone, I feel like, I still have like a uniform now, pala. Like today, yeah. I'm just wearing. Yeah. What is it that I'm even wearing here? <laughs> this, <laughs> this, is, this, is very, this is nothing. This is duty. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. This is me. Like you know, when I'm just you know, walking the dogs, for example. Yeah. This is kind of like my what I like to wear to be comfortable. But I just feel as though just let people be who yeah. God intended them to be. You know. Too shame. Do you guys like being managed or? you like kind of like managing it yourself I hate being managed really yeah she has a whole um yeah she's had a whole experience with that I think for me it's been 60 days where's the money (laughs) oh is that how it works oh my gosh yeah can you actually touch on that when you have management okay 
your the, the brand or whoever you're working with is paid your management. Okay. Your management then take their percentage. Sometimes the brand will pay, the management hasn't paid you. It's like, what's going on? It's been 30 days. And I feel like it also leaves room for distrust. It's not transparent. Mm. You can't really see what's going on. Whether when you're the one being, you're the one in charge, it's like you can directly contact the brand. You know when they've paid, you know when they haven't. There's times where the brands will pay and your management will say they haven't paid. So it it, it can oh, be, it can right. get very... Yeah. tricky yeah tricky mm. and difficult and you know there can be anger involved sometimes it's it <laughs> really messy real quick because it's like I need my money like yeah. I need to work so money. why wouldn't they pay you on time oh because they gain interest on it for as long as it's in the account the longer it's in the oh, account they'll gain interest yeah so. well, I can understand at the end of the day which human wouldn't want to gain interest on someone mm-hmm. else's money it's essentially free money yeah, yeah. but don't do oh. that yeah. <laughs> so are there like ethics involved in terms of like, or even like law? It's wildly unregulated, mm. the industry, fortunately. I mean, there are things put in place, like within 30 days, payments are to be made. Beyond that time, you can start charging late fees. But even then, if a brand wants to wait six months a lot of the time. Yeah. That's I think why you have to have a good legal yeah. team. I recently have like got in touch with a solicitor and she just does everything for me now. That's yeah. good. I'd yeah. be threatening. <laughs> I'm yeah. threatening no, the guy. Like, yeah. Because it's you just ridiculous. To, and do you know what it is? You think, you wouldn't think it's from the brands it's from. Like the biggest mm. corporations. And it's like, I would how? think the biggest corporations though because they feel like, like they can get away with much. in a row? Like this yeah. is messy. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. Hmm. Interesting that you say that there's not a lot of protection in that sense because I actually studied, um, studied, <laughs> Studied law and media in the uni. Hate. I know. <laughs> <laughs> studied law and media at uni. And one of the things that inspired my degree was because I would watch a lot of interviews from celebrities and they would talk about having like really bad contracts mm. or just like getting the shorter end of their hard work. And yeah. it, it can just get like really messy. Yeah. yeah. But I guess because influencing is still like very new. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's definitely going to be laws put into place because yeah. that's crazy. But even with the music industry, so many people complain. And I feel like that's something as well yeah. that's been going on for I years. Think, I think you, you'll always kind of have this issue if you're a freelance yeah. or anything, mm. unfortunately. That's good that you got a solicitor. Hmm. So what's something you've learned from each other within the last two years? Go fast. I'm still racking my brain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh what I've learned from you. Hmm. Me trying to think now. Actually, yeah. hmm. I've learned from Avon. Okay, it's not that hard. There's plenty of things. <laughs> no, I'm actually trying to be... I, do you know that saying... I don't know how you're going to take this. Oh. Do you know that saying when I feel like the teacher, the student can become the teacher? What do you mean? In a sense where you can be taught something by someone, mm-hmm. but then they can teach you... I don't know. I don't like know. Roles I'm like, yeah, I'm saying I feel like the teacher can become student and student, student can, can become, become a teacher. teacher. Okay. In the work aspect. No, but it's true. 100%. I think that's something I've learned is a real thing. Yeah. But I think you didn't learn that from well. me. What? I didn't teach you that. 
<laughs> the question is, what did I learn from you? And that was it. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. You teach me a lot of things on a daily basis. I mean, you're my old sister. I don't know all of them off hand, but yeah. What about you? I don't actually know. Yeah. Tell us, please. <laughs> we want to know. Being so fake right now. No, this is hard. This is really hard. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like one, but I guess you can just say what comes to mind. You have taught me. I guess you've taught me to like not doubt myself. Yeah, I'd say that. To not doubt myself. Mm. You know? I have some great ideas, but then I doubt myself. Mm-hmm. Second guessing. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I second guess quite a bit these days. Because it's the PTSD from the bedroom. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, I'd say that. Have you ever regretted anything you shared online? No, you know. That's Karen. good. No, what? No, I'm just asking Don't text me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought you would have. Um, no. I haven't regretted anything I've shared. Do you know what? Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, what are you going to say? I was going to say, when I first got my puppy, I was like, damn. I showed because it, it was really hard. I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. And I showed her to the world. Like, this is a lot of pressure. Oh, I, I see that to yeah. keep her. Yeah, and I was right. like, that's one thing. But I love her. So no. Yeah, there's nothing I regret sharing. I think I've learned from everything. Obviously, there's certain things I won't share again. Like what? Mm. Ain't no one. No. No, no, no. Yeah, next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do you envision your personal brand within the le- next kid? From your mouth to God's ears, say it right now. Front row, Valentino show. Period. Minimum. Bigger things, but I won't mention them. Okay. Ten years. How old would I be? Is that ten? Do you say ten years? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Retired. I should should hopefully be married by then. Yeah, minimum. At least. Yeah, minimum. Come on. Minimum. <laughs> <laughs> the very minimum, you know. Minimum. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> you know, you guys really have been great. That's so funny. Um. So my po- well, the logo is not here, but my podcast logo is inspired by a Japanese concept called ikigai, mm-hmm. and it translates to your life's purpose. So the premise of the diagram is a Venn diagram, and there are four different parts, and it's what you love what you can be paid for, what the world needs and what you're good at. So really quickly, I'll just ask you guys and then you can just say what comes to mind. So mm-hmm. what do you love? God. Yeah, God. I was going to say that. I God. love that. What are you good at? Encouraging people. Mm, that is true. <sighs> I to pick one, in all honesty. Say a couple. Cooking. Mm. Cooking. That's the first thing that came to you. Yeah. I've spoken about everything else in my life. <laughs> People don't know if I can cook. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'm good at cooking. Yeah, I taught you to cook. Yeah, a few things. 
to be honest, she taught me how to cook like a lot of I never things. knew how to cook fried rice. Really? And now like my fried rice is just Yeah, that's where the student became the teacher. <laughs> that's not what I was talking about, but yeah, that is one of them. <laughs> just to clarify. <laughs> just to clarify. Oh um okay, cooking. Do you want more? Okay, cooking. You have a couple. Yeah. I'm good at cooking. I'm a great actress. I am good at being honest. Mm. I never feel compelled to lie. Mm. I'm very good at, you know, standing up for what I believe in. I am mm. good at being by myself, enjoying my own company. I'm good at me. You're really an introvert, are you? Yeah. Why? I can just tell. I've been very extroverted today. <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of your comfort zone. But no, I can just tell. Yeah, I'm very much an introvert. With acting though, where's that at now? Because I remember when you used to post oh, a lot about it. Yeah, I think this year has been so busy for me with the new house and mm. everything is new in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Thank God. Amen. Yes. But um, I do want to pick it up again because it's a great hobby of mine. And it's kind of like, I it's it's something... Oh, You're really good that? at it, to be fair. Yeah, it's like a release. Yeah. Mm. There's no restrictions on my emotions. If I want to cuss you out, I'm going to cuss you out. If I want to shout, if I want to be angry, if I want to be upset, like I can just be very fluid in all mm. those emotions that we've been taught to, you know, suppress. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Wow, that's a really good one. What can you be paid for other than what you do? What's something that your audience will be surprised to know that, ooh, she's really good at this and she can probably be paid for? You know what? I think I could be paid for a few things. I think I could be creative director of like thing, of like brands and things. I think I'd love to be an interior designer. And then I'm mm. like, I feel like I would have been an interior designer. Um, I think well, I've been paid to be a stylist before, so not that. Um, yeah, I think those are the two things that definitely creative director. I see that. I really feel like I could have done Formula One. Oh, interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> no, when she drives, you guys, she's crazy. <laughs> really? I'm a very good driver. She calls herself of one Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a joke. You guys, it's just serious. She's being serious. No, seriously. Hmm. You know, I have an invisible break in her car. But you know what I also could have done? Oh my gosh, this is a big one. What? I could have been in the Olympics. Oh, I could have. Sprinting. Yeah. I was the fastest guy in my school. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is a good... I feel like you could have said an author. You might still be Oh my goodness. Yeah, guys, that's another one. See, I told you I'm good at so much stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I could have been a, a... paid for writing as well I used to actually when I was younger I wanted to be a writer oh wow I wanted to write books yeah I actually began writing books and poems and some of them would get published then I went to secondary school and everything went down what type of books I wanted to write um fiction, fiction. oh wow yeah I wanted to write fiction Hmm. Yeah. That's definitely something I never Yeah, you've had, do you know what I've, like, I've lived a full life I've had a lot of like, yeah. I feel like I've been the same I've yeah. been the same girl yeah. You're like this. <laughs> I'm just, um, all over the place. Jack of, Jack of all traits. Master of many, amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you good at? 
I think you asked that. Yeah. Did I ask that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you think the world needs? God. Yeah. Mm. God and love. God and is I love. Like, yeah. God is all of those things. Yeah. God is yeah. love. God is peace. I think God for sure. Yeah. Now 100%. more than ever. Not oh just my God, goodness. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. My Lord and Savior. The Messiah. The one who is and is yet to come. <laughs> yeah, I am. That's I am. <laughs> the Rose of Sharon. The first and the last. Oh, the Lily oh, of the, the Valley. Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of Lords. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching. Please watch because a lot goes into the visuals and I'm sure it'll be so much better if you watch it. But yeah, thank you guys for your time. Thank you, Vaughn and Stephanie. This has been so good. Yeah, honestly, thank you for having us. I don't think I've ever laughed this much in an episode. But <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you guys being no, it here. Was fun. It was really fun. Yeah, I loved it. I think it really broke the tension between us today. Thank God. I was not ready like, to break the tension with you. She uh, was still doing... <laughs> I was talking to her in the car. She was like... <laughs> do you hold grudges? Do you know what? No, I don't. But mm. Stephanie talks a lot. I feel lot. like you do. I don't no, hold grudges. Just a little. No. I think she does. <laughs> I feel like I get everything really quickly. Like, yeah, but you're... Like that, that's, again, what we're talking about, the emotional thing. Like, Stephanie would, like, address something and then just brush past it. Yeah. I was saying, like, for example, I'm the opposite. I need a minute to, like... Yeah. Sit with it. I think and the then... same in that. I think it's the April in you. Girl. <laughs> I think that's definitely or maybe it's the firstborn thing but I don't yeah. know I don't know it's just sometimes a lot can be a lot like I just mm, need yeah. a minute yeah but yeah love you guys mm. bye see you in my next one <laughs>